Hello, Herd, and welcome to another episode of the Herd Main Show. I'm your Herd Leader, John Wayne. And I'm your blanket, baby. I'm under several blankets. It's cold. <laughs> uh, for some. For some. It's all about perspective. Uh, but hey, uh, so we are here, and we are back. We're late. All that good stuff. Yay! <laughs> um, but we've just been dealing with a lot with uh, trying to get this stuff settled for the house. That's still... Um, in flux, but it seems like we figured some things out, and so, um, yeah, we're just kind of being fluid for the next couple weeks while we're figuring all this out, but yeah. you guys are more than patient all the time, so, uh, no biggie there, but we are finally able to sit down in front of a microphone and with all of this stuff and talk about stuff. Stuff. Star Wars stuff. I was gonna try to make a fluid joke, but the only fluid that I can think of is, like, blue milk when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah, we got that Star Wars blue milk. We got um, warp fuel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we are, we are, uh, we just finished the, a major part of the Clone Wars. We still have the Lost yep. Missions ahead of us, but, um, arguably for a lot of people, the biggest part is the season five finale, the, uh, the crux and climax of Ahsoka's story. Yes. For the Clone Wars, and so, um, not to say that the season six doesn't matter for some people, but definitely season five is where the big stuff happens. I'd like to forget that season six happened, or at least some of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, season six is pretty big, too, and we're going to get some good conversations out of that, yeah. but um, certainly, I think, I mean, it's kind of hard to follow up with uh, after Ahsoka, after yeah. Ahsoka's arc. Um, I, I want to... Before we get into season six, I want to encourage people to go back and listen to the episode where we talk about the Domino Squadron arc and how just dadgum attached I got to every <laughs> single member of Domino Squadron. Yeah, flashback. And now how sad I am on the inside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, season six is great. And, and they planned it to go much longer. And so yeah. really we would have had more time to kind of situate ourselves with where the story was going um, and how Ahsoka was sort of diverting off from that. And so without having that, it is it is a little jarring mm -hmm. going into season six and knowing it's only 12 episodes and there's no Ahsoka. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, with the return, things will change, I'm sure, and, and whatnot. But as far as Ahsoka's story as of now with the Clone Wars, the major part of her story is done. And so mm -hmm. we wanted to sit back and talk about that and talk about the character of Ahsoka and, and whatnot. Uh, and certainly it's going to be interesting talking about her again um, later on in her journey with uh, Rebels and such. But uh, as far as her story in the Clone Wars, yeah. uh, we wanted to sit, take a look about it, to take a look at it, talk about it. Uh, and, and yeah, it's uh, she's a favorite character. Yes, definitely. And so we wanted to kind of give stage uh, to, to her. Um, Mm -hmm. But, uh, of course, we do have some news, and we have our Q&A there at the end, so you guys, you guys know, you know the dealio. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and hit us with some news? I'll hit you with some news. Whoosh! <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I'll hit you with some daggum news. How about that Nintendo Direct at E3? Nobody here cares about Nintendo. I'm sure there's someone here that cares about Nintendo. Not as far as Freaking it relates Breath to Star Wars. Breath of the Wild sequel. It's not Star Wars. Animal Crossing. It's not Star Wars. Banjo-Kazooie. It's not Star Wars. <laughs> Alright. Right. I see you. There's plenty of other Star Wars things at E3, yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about that, I guess. <laughs> Dang. Uh, so... No, there's other awesome stuff, obviously. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like yeah. Halo. Like Halo. <laughs> Master Chef making a return. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all raw. it's it's John Favreau. <laughs> it's John Favreau in that armor. I just I want that Photoshop with just like bumpy reggae music behind him, right? Just like coming around, busting caps in people's faces. <laughs> I'm sorry, in aliens' faces. There you go. Arbiter. I know nothing about Halo. You know a um, little bit. Yeah. So lots of cool gaming news with a a three, with a three happening. <laughs> um, you went to the country. I did. For a second. I went to from West Virginia. Found mama. Um, so we knew that we would be getting some gameplay footage for Jedi Fallen Order. We did not expect the giant Kashyyyk spider. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That 
that was something that a lot of people were kind of, you know, really? skeevy about. Because, like, I, I saw a few people tweeting, like, I don't know if I'm going to play the game anymore because of the spiders. Oh, you babies. You people have never been to Australia. I have friends who have never seen the second Harry Potter movie because of the spiders. What? Yes. That's, that's a little much, but... It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. It's a legitimate fear it's, of real spiders. Um, of real spiders, not digital. I mean, okay, I'll give you Harry Potter, sure. Yes. But the ones in Fallen Order are, are all digital. They're giants. Get, get out your head, talk through your fears, and you'll find out just how silly they are sometimes. That's very easy for us to say because we do not have the phobia. I do not like spiders, and I can say that. Because they're <laughs> digital! <laughs> So we got a new trailer for Fallen Order 2. We can see that Cal will be heading to Kashyyyk in search of Tarful, which I was very excited about. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to talk about some other finer details of things uh, mm-hmm. over on YouTube about Fallen Order. So, But yes, very, it, that was an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, so along the way, he will run into and work with none other than Saw Gerrera, which That's was a big, big sur- woo. Big surprise. Big old surprise. Uh, looking a lot less Cybertronic, which I guess works for the timeline. Yeah, so it's not supposed to be taking place very, very long after Order 66, but it, it does say years. So I, I would put it about halfway through um, the sort of 20-year gap between 3 and 4. Yeah. Um, so at, we know at least in, at least, I think... Four years prior is, yeah, at, at least four years prior, he still looked pretty normal. Mm-hmm. So. No afro yet? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, no. His hair stole the show in Rogue One. <laughs> um, That's why they yeah. cut it off. I have such, I have a unique relationship with Saw Gerrera because I know him, I knew him solely from Rogue One until we watched The Clone Wars together. That's true. And so I just, I have no frame of context other mm-hmm. than Rogue One and the few episodes that I got in the Clone Wars for him. I mean, that's most of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see what else gets done with the character. Yeah, I thought it was interesting to throw him in there. Um, and I, I think that's a bit of familiarity that kind of ties Cal mm-hmm. and the story to the rest of it because um, it really did sound a little disjointed like okay this is a whole new thing but yeah. it's kind of connecting itself a little bit with that so that's pretty cool well there have been theories that connected even more that the seven sister is going to be Barris. yeah i mean that's a theory eh i don't know yeah it'd be cool it'd be very cool but i don't think that she would align herself with another warmongering come uh yeah i don't know yeah i don't know if it woman. pays the bills you're not wrong i'd kill some jedi if it paid the bills You'd pay some, you'd you'd kill some Jedi on a weekend. <laughs> oh, that makes me sound terrible. Let me move the cat off the iPad. So, uh, so what did you think of the Sagarera reveal? I mean, I liked it. I thought it it was a big surprise. I think that was the biggest thing out of all of it that surprised me the most. Um, but uh, it definitely it's cool because you know to go from the Clone Wars to Rogue One, it is a bit of a leap without a lot in between. And so I appreciate how they've been using Saw's character to kind of um, create an interesting perspective and bridge between the Clone Wars and the Empire and such. So yeah, uh, I think, like I said, this is another great way for it to kind of connect it. Yeah, and I'm hoping for a lot more context to the character. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he's at. I mean, he's always been very strong as a character in terms yeah. of, you know, uh, his opinions and, and very heavy-handed in his tactics and whatnot. So um, it'll be interesting to see if anything in this helps enforce that or anything in this maybe challenges that. Yeah. Uh, I definitely think Cal is going to be taken advantage of by Saw in terms of Saul's... I, I see him being like, oh, we can use this kid yeah. kind of thing. I mean... Essentially, how he used Jin in in, in ways yeah. of you're useful, you know. So uh, definitely, definitely interesting. Hey kid, you want to learn how to roll a bomb and destroy a droid? <laughs> exactly. I know how to do that. Um, so we also see Cal cross sabers with stormtroopers, scout troopers, with electro baton. 
uh, flame troopers and previously seen purge troopers. I'm sorry, purg troopers. Yeah, purg. The purg. Uh, it all looks very cool, and we'll be even more excited for the game. Not that we weren't already super excited. Exactly. It's already pre-ordered. Yep, and we got the deluxe edition, so. Exactly. And there's some things in that that we're going to talk about over on YouTube as well, because some of that kind of hints towards some things, maybe, for the game as well. Yeah, Um, so we're going to be talking about Jedi Fallen Order soon over on YouTube, because we have not even scratched the surface of the cool details that were revealed at E3. Mm-hmm. So look out for that, uh, and the game is out November 15th. Yes, so lots happening, uh, November uh, I mean, I think it's the day after, or the day of Disney Plus too. So it's like all at once. That weekend is gonna ruin our lives. Yeah, pretty much. But it's before a very busy season for us. Yeah, so we're I not think gonna we're, sleep for a week. Yeah, I think we're actually. I think we'll we'll need the therapy of of Jedi Fallen Order and yeah, yeah. the Mandalorian and such. So man, I'm so freaking excited. For so excited. So a couple more surprises from E3. Uh, there was an announcement of the Lego Skywalker Saga game coming in 2020. Why 2020? I want uh, it now. Because it's after. But I want it now. Because it's after but episode I want it now. nine. Well, then it wouldn't have episode nine. It's all nine. Don't Star be Wars. don't be like most of the internet. <laughs> Where give it to me now. No, I won't do that. I'm not gonna be that guy. I mean, I gotta wait till 2020 for uh, Animal Crossing, so I'll be fine. There you go. So you were surprised. We've been talking about, you know, for months now, why can't they just update? Yeah, I mean, I I, and I do appreciate that it's going to be all of them. I mean, they could have done like they did with Force Awakens and just did one game for one movie, but it doesn't stack up the same way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it had to have been happening eventually, but it's, um, it's cool that it's going to bring the older games to a lot more of the newer style of Lego games and such. Mm-hmm. Um, so quite an update for those. Uh, I mean, we love the Lego game, uh, and so definitely looking forward to it. And, you know, I'm I'm hopeful that they'll also go to include other Star Wars content, like more yeah. of the Clone Wars, um, Rebels, Resistance, Solo, Rogue One, um, because those are as much a part of the Skywalker saga as everything else, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I mean, maybe they'll do like they do with all of the Marvel Lego games, mm-hmm. where they have, like, Lego Marvel Avengers, Lego, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was trying to think of I see what more, you mean. Like, yeah, they have, like, one. DC villains, they have DC, <laughs> they have Marvel, yes, they have you. the Avengers. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather them do it all in one, like, do one game and do downloadable content for, for that game. Yeah. But if it's multiple things, I, I just want to see all of it. I don't yeah. want any piece of Star yeah. Wars to be left out in the Lego medium. Like, Lego, you're still going to get our money. We're still going to love you. Please just give us more. Yeah, ju- I mean, there's nothing wrong with more Lego Star Wars. No, absolutely <laughs> so, nothing wrong with uh, We actually started streaming uh, the original, or well, not the original original, but the, yes. the Complete Saga edition yes. uh, over on Twitch. So if you want to... We ha- you can watch us play through most of episode one right now, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, check out Twitch. We're going to be putting that up on YouTube, but uh, the best way to see us play these games is over on Twitch. And if you subscribe, then you'll get notified when we go live. And you can check yes. it out up to 14 days after we're live. So there, there is that cool bit. Exactly. So, and then we're not going to just be playing Lego, but uh, we needed some stress relief, so we played some Lego. And yes. it just happened to be... Uh, to coincide. If you want to see us just absolutely tired fumbling around, <laughs> that last 15 minutes of the stream, oh, was that terrible. was awful. Because, <laughs> like, we forgot where the dudes were. Yeah. They were right in front of us. Yeah, so, uh, it's nothing if not entertaining. So yeah. check out, check out our Switch. Uh, it's the Nerd Herder Gaming, I think, or Nerd Herder Gaming. Yes. But, uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, so it was also announced that a limited run game, uh, that limited run games will be released, releasing collector's editions of Star Wars games like Shadows of the Empire, Star Wars Pod Racer, Bounty Hunters, Bounty Hunter, and so many more. Uh, we have most of these on Steam, but this is going to be super awesome. Uh, we'll also be doing lots of gameplays and stream in the future, it sounds like. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. so we got these on Steam last year yes on sale for a really really great oh, deal yeah. 
Like, um, we got something... We got a whole bunch of games for, like, 80 bucks. Yeah. So, while that means we can only play them through Steam, we still have mm-hmm. uh, these games. But if you're looking to get them on your more preferred yeah. platform, then it sounds like this is the way to go um, for these games. And I think Bounty Hunters is one of the first ones, so... Mm-hmm. Definitely check out Limited Run Games on Twitter for the details yeah. on that. If you've been wanting to play the games, if you have never played the games and would like to check out more Star Wars stuff, that there a lot of these games are really, really fun. And so it's really cool that they're going back and yeah. uh, bringing those games forward mm-hmm. um, for a lot of people to experience and oh, such. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, they're, they featured an Atari cabinet, uh, a game cabinet mm-hmm. at E3, where it's got a whole bunch of the old Atari Star Wars games. Cool. And something incredible is happening where game cabinets are be- becoming affordable. They're becoming accessible. Yeah. Like, uh, you showed me some that are becoming available next year. Mini game cabinets. Mm-hmm. And one of them was uh, Dragon's Lair. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the most amazing uh, arcade games I've ever played. Take your work for it. It's incredible, and I want it. Cool. It's so beautiful. Noted. Um, yes. <laughs> Please do note that. <laughs> uh, I'm also hoping that Punch-Out comes out soon, because Punch-Out is another one of my favorite arcade games. I know. Yes. Very cool. Oh, yeah. I'm terrible at it, but it's great. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And so, uh, as far as Battlefront, not a whole lot, um, but I did want to mention Anakin is getting his Clone Wars appearance, which is very yes. cool. I'm excited because we'll get to see Hayden in... Clone Wars style, mm-hmm. not uh, stop, but in close Clone Wars garb, yes. uh, which is just it's one of those blended things that I really it's like when they did General Kenobi for Battlefront, I seeing it as Ewan McGregor's appearance in Clone Wars appearance it it's just very satisfying, um, so that's cool and they're finally getting more accurate with um, the scout class for uh, certain ones for the 212th clone trooper and the 41st clone trooper. Now they'll actually have the scout helmet or the ARF helmet, um, which is more accurate uh, and is very nice because they just had the traditional clone helmet. Yeah. Um, And so that's really cool. And they're also getting camo as well. So it's not just the ARF helmet, but they're also getting a camo deco. So we'll finally have a cool um, camouflage Kashyyyk yeah. Trooper uh, scout. And we'll also have... So the 212th one, it's actually Geonosis camo. Fancy. So that's really cool. Um, that'll be really fun on mm-hmm. Geonosis. So that's really cool. Yeah, I saw uh, on Instagram that Anakin was getting an update, and I saw a lot of people replying, hoping that it's going to be kind of reeling back his power a little bit. Well, yeah, so this is all an appearance. They, I have not seen any update notes on... Um, anything technical for his character. He is yeah. frustrating. He is tough. Um, but so is the Emperor for a long time. The Emperor, it, he beats out the Emperor. That's what's oh. ridiculous. Yikes. Um, those two are characters that are very difficult because you want them to feel powerful. Yeah, you want Anakin to feel like the Chosen One. But you also want to feel like you can beat him if you got the chance. Like, I mean, obviously, Anakin versus a a battle droid, it's kind of a stupid pairing, but even still, it should be manageable within a group, and he's just a damage sponge, so it's like, the, the, you would have to get everyone on your team ganged up on Anakin at this point to consider taking him out of the game, so it's like, Mm -hmm. that, that's not gonna happen, and then you're not, uh, accomplishing your objectives if you're doing that, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's tough, but, I mean, I've been, preaching on them about uh, Palpatine and his damage levels for a long time and they haven't changed it, so I've just kind of come to terms with it. Yeah. Uh, I typically play most operations, so I don't really encounter heroes as much because it frustrates me, so... Yeah, and something to remember is that we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, I'm sure they're working on it. Oh, as yeah. many people that are complaining about it, I'm sure they're oh, working absolutely. on it. absolutely. Um, even though it might not seem like it's going fast enough, we yeah. don't work there. And and it could be that with this appearance comes some, some changes. I don't but I, and they could have some currently in plan. I just I don't have them in my notes, so yeah. who knows? But we will see, won't we? 
Uh, so, in comic news, along with the gameplay footage for Fallen Order, it was revealed that Star Wars on StarWars.com that we will be getting a five-issue tie-in comic. Lots of comics that are being tied in lately. Well, yeah, that's the standard now, is like when um, a major pro- major project comes out, mm-hmm. uh, is to have it connect over uh, multiple media genres. Mm-hmm. I mean, they used to do that back in the day, too. I mean, yeah. the uh, New Jedi Order did the same thing. Also, friend of the show, Michael Morisi, has a new horror comic coming out. Uh, yeah. See his Twitter for details. Yeah, you please. should check it out. Because he he's an awesome, yeah, awesome he's writer. Yeah, he's an incredible writer. Uh, everything he makes is magic. Exactly. Um, and he yeah. do, and he has worked on Star Wars. So check out his Star yeah. Wars stuff and check out his uh, spooky stuff. Heck yeah. Um, so uh, the comic will be centered around the mission that Jedi Master Eno Cordova and his Padawan Sarajunda. Seer. Seer. Uh, have been sent on to investigate a mysterious temple. Uh, Seer may be known or sound familiar because she is going to be the Jedi mentor to Cal in the Fallen Order video game. Uh, so this will be an interesting backstory for her character, for for sure. Uh, the comic is set to release in September. So I, I, I like when tie-in stuff comes out before the thing. Oh, heck yeah. Um, that's what's difficult is we've got a... Uh, tie-in with Alphabet Squadron that's still ongoing, and Alphabet Squadron is already out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I appreciate when I can get through one or the other. Yeah. Look forward to our review of Alphabet Squadron coming someday. Yes. Um, again, it's... Things Within are, the year. Things are just flu- in flux um, with with the move, but those things are on our plans, for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I thought this was interesting. I was not expecting a comic tie-in, mm-hmm. and... Definitely, I'm glad that it's focused on a character that seems like such a throw-in to the story. Because, like, it's enough mm-hmm. that Cal is like, oh, a Padawan in hiding turned hero. Cool. But there's also apparently another Jedi Master out there, and she wants to train him. Like, yeah, that's kind of that's out of nowhere. Um, so yeah. to see her backstory and not have to be, not for it to be just like, oh, hey, I come out of nowhere and know everything about the Force, and I'm going to train you. Yeah. Um, it's nice to it's nice to see. Did she? Did she come away from the order because of Order sixty six? Maybe did she come away from the order before that? Like mm-hmm. to kind of see what's going on with her. It is very interesting. So I'm glad she's getting the focus in this story. Absolutely. Um, and and it's a nice way to give. Um, to tell a story in a realm we've already seen stuff on, but with new faces. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. You know what I want uh, for a comic? What do you want? What do you really, really want? The Adventures of Sifo-Dyas and his master. Would be cool. That would be very cool. I don't remember her name at the present moment, but I love her character I think like in Lean? Jedi Lost. Jedi Master Lean? I think so. Lean? Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, it would be pretty interesting. Um, I mean, it'd be an interesting way to get a little bit more of Sifo-Dyas, because I do think... A, a bit of his story's kind of tapped out, but yeah, um, definitely that's an interesting period if you were going to talk more about him. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to know more about Sifo-Dyas, because I know so little. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that whole thing where he didn't actually commission the clones kind of got well, me. Um, I mean, he did. It's sketchy. It's it's, <laughs> it's so many things that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sketchy, but, but uh, yeah. Um, definitely. I, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think we're yeah. led to believe that he did and then it was taken away from him. Yeah. Also that line of, uh, from Dooku of Sifo-Dyas could see the future. That being fleshed out in Jedi mm-hmm. Lost was incredible. Yeah. It was a great way to bring it all around. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so book news. Alphabet Squadron is out now. We are currently looking at a copy. It is sitting on top of, I'm, my eyes are on it right now. Uh, <laughs> If you still, for some reason, haven't gotten your copy... Uh, actually, no. Never nope, mind that. never mind that. Yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, so, go buy it at your local Barnes & Noble. Yeah, you... Um, support your support local, local Barnes & Noble. Uh, <laughs> uh, or your independent bookshop. Like, norm- yeah. Normally, we would recommend you guys use Amazon because it supports the show, and we would put a link in the description. It don't. But <laughs> it, it don't no know. longer supports the show. Yeah. So, uh, you can still use Amazon, and, I mean, we... We have no ill will against Amazon. Absolutely. We, we get it. But uh, you just won't see Amazon links in the descriptions anymore. Yeah. Um, so 
yeah, it how, whatever way you want to get it, do that. Yeah. <laughs> do that for yourself because it's really great. Treat and yourself. Uh, you you better read it before we do our review. Luckily, you get a little bit more time since we aren't going to be doing the review like tomorrow or anything. So. Oh, absolutely not. Um, I can't read a book in a day. Wait, I can. But depends I'm... on what it is. Yeah, I read The Shining in eight hours. There you go. So I'm not, but I'm not gonna do that this time. Yeah, um, so we'll have a quick word from the sponsors that actually pay us, Ooh. and uh, be <laughs> back to talk some Ahsoka again uh, in just a bit. No ill will. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So we are going to be starting um, season six for the Clone Wars rewatch this Friday tomorrow. Yes. Um, which is going to be its own emotional bag. and But then, in just a few short weeks, we will be done with the Clone Wars, and it's hard to believe, uh, but it is happening. And we are, just so you know, we are debating on how we will tackle some other things, mm -hmm. um, because we still have Dark Disciple, and we still have Son of Dathomir, um, and maybe even the story reels. Uh, the hard thing with the story reels is we don't know how much of those are being made into season seven. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but definitely as far as Dark Disciple and Son of Dathomir, we want to cover those as well. I absolutely want to be, I want to, yes. <laughs> um, so we're just debating on whether or not we make those Clone Wars rewatch episodes as well. Or if we do that on the main show, maybe. Or if we only do that on YouTube. So, what would help us out is... We did a poll recently of whether or not we should talk about them. We got some good interest of people that said, yes, they do want us to talk about them. Yeah. Um, now would be great if you let us know how you want that. Um, if you are purely podcast, um, you know, intaker, then um, let us know. Would you rather us do that for a main show topic, or would you rather do that on a Friday as if it were a Clone Wars rewatch. Um, and, or if you would rather, if it's easier, or if you'd like something different, we can do it on YouTube. We have some options, but um, definitely let us know. We're, we're looking at it, but season, st season six starts this Friday, and um, the transition from season five to season six is a big one. Mm -hmm. Because Ahsoka's always been kind of the main character. I agree. But here she takes center stage in a way like no other. And it's frustrating, it's um, emotional, uh, but it's also weirdly satisfying in some ways. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to appreciate about it. And it ends on a note that is in ways hopeful, um, but it's also kind of foreboding. It, it, yeah. it's, it's a mixed bag. It's a lot of mixed bag. Yeah, it was one of those things, like, you. we had talked about Ahsoka before, uh, before I watched, you know, The Clone mm -hmm. Wars. I knew it was coming, but I was still surprised by it, mm -hmm. in a way. You know, I was still, you know, taken aback. Mm -hmm. But as someone who has been in a similar situation to what happens to Ahsoka mm -hmm. in those last few episodes, like, I know what it's like to be let down by something, you know... That you've put a lot of effort into. Mm -hmm. I understand completely why she left the order. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sorry. yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, you didn't interrupt. <laughs> it's a conversation. Yeah. Um, and and so that's, yeah, I mean, that's what we wanted to do is have a conversation. Yeah. Because with this big of a moment for a character and for a show, um, it's good to take some time to kind of sit and linger with it and discuss it because, you know, we could we could have done this on the Clone Wars rewatch, but it would have been a very big show. Um, and so we kind of let it bleed over to today's main show so that we could spread it out a little bit, spread, yeah. o spread out the conversation. Because we're going to do the same thing with the season six finale because there's a lot to talk about. Um, that Absolutely. It, it could easily take over the Clone Wars rewatch. And, you know, um, we couldn't cover it. We couldn't possibly cover everything. So... This is almost like a part two to that or a, a sequel to that, but uh, it's definitely a time where we just want to appreciate the character and discuss the journey of that character and our journey with the character uh, a, a little bit. Because really that's what it is. Is I mean, Ahsoka's fictional. It's all just fiction, but it still takes us on journeys uh, emotionally and, and, and whatnot. Um, and so 
kind of just tracking through uh, from that first introduction to uh, the last farewell. Um, though, it won't be the last farewell. Absolutely uh, not. We will be seeing more of Ahsoka soon, so... Um, but, so before the Clone Wars, did you have any feelings for the Ahsoka character at all? What, like, before we did the rewatch, what, what was, what was it for you going in? Anakin has a Padawan? <laughs> that was it. Like, I, I was confused by the existence of her. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I didn't... I too am confused by many people's existence. I, I am confused <laughs> by women in general. <laughs> um, no. I, women are great. So, yeah, I had no opinion of her. Like, it wasn't really a left or a right or a middle ground kind of thing. It was just like a, eh. Mm -hmm. She exists. I am aware of her. I know nothing about her as a character. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the, my extensive knowledge of the Clone Wars came from you telling me about certain episodes here and there. Fair. And that was it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I was I was initially skeptical of the show when that was advertised as a plot point is Anakin gets a Padawan and all that. It it was very confusing because you know, shouldn't he have to be a master? But I've seen episode 3, he doesn't get the type, the rank of master. That's like literally a whole thing. Yeah. Um and then where does she go? What happens to her? Like how does she make it through this story because wouldn't she just die with everybody else? Like, yeah, it was very confusing. But I, I mean, I remember then. I mean, I had all those questions, and I still went and saw the Clone Wars film mm -hmm. um, with my mom. And after that, I mean, I, I liked the film. You know, I left the film like very excited uh, about yeah. the show that was coming and all this other stuff. And so it kind of distracted me from all the questions just because it was so fun and enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can. It was a I can. Very fun movie. I can relate. I can relate with with, and I think that's kind of just we've talked before about you know how fans go in with expectations and questions and canon and not canon and yeah all this other stuff. So it's one of those things <clears throat> where, you know, definitely sometimes just letting go and going in to enjoy something, um, the rest of the stuff will sort itself out. And yeah, like, that, you know, it has. <laughs> where did she go? Well, now we know. I've said before, like, I like going into things with absolutely no opinion mm -hmm. and no theory or stuff like that because I don't want to be disappointed. That's fair. I think yeah. I think it's all about, you know, self-discipline to say, like, I can guess and I can theorize and I can question, but I've got to be willing to let go of those things. Yeah. You know, and because, I mean, if we go... I'm a firm believer that definitely hold loosely to your expectations, but hold have expectations. Loosely, but don't let go. Sorry. But do let go if you need to. Yes. Um, Always let go. Feel better. Feel I, I think I think go. we need to have expectations of things, but we need to be yeah. willing to change them or, you know, let go of them uh, for the greater good sometimes, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, and at the end of the day, you can fall left or right on that, but that's my opinion. I just... I think definitely, because I enjoy theorizing, but I also don't hold on to it too much, because so, at the end of the day, none of my theories ever work. So, I have fun with it, but then... Listen, you were right about a few things. We just, <laughs> we just finished listening to the first few main arcs of The Adventure Zone, mm -hmm. right up to the Stolen Century. It's a D&D &D podcast. Yes, sorry. Uh, but if you do watch that, you know Or listen how, to it, because yeah. that's how podcasts work. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> if you know anything about it, and if you are if you follow the story, you know how wild it is that John guessed quite a few plot points. Well, I wouldn't say it was hard to guess with context clues. Yeah, <laughs> I, there there there's a difference between that where there's clearly story elements going into something. Yeah, and we've only seen a trailer. Like yeah, that that's a big difference. Yeah, I um, that. My thing is, like, when I work off of trailers and think about those things, none of that stuff ever happens. I've, to this day, never made a prediction that happened. Um, so, for me, it's almost more fun to theorize because I know it's not going to happen. So, yeah. it kind of creates this weird imagination, and I look forward to being disappointed sometimes. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, the 
great goddess of Hyrule is currently holding Ganondorf by the forehead in the bottom of Hyrule Castle. I don't know. Sorry. What? I'm still thinking about the Legend of Zelda trailer that we got at E3. Okay. Anyway. Well, that's a different franchise and a different podcast. I don't think you would ever let me make that podcast because you wouldn't you can have do, anything to you, say. You, I don't care. You can do whatever you want. Right. You're a strong, independent woman. I am a strong, independent woman. <laughs> Look at these guns. Do you know that? Pow, pow. Because these pythons are sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after getting introduced to the character in the first couple of episodes of, uh, in the first couple of seasons, you know, the show, or and the, um, the movie. Yes. Um, how did your opinion change, if at all? She is my child, and I will love her forever. <laughs> she can do no wrong in my mind. Uh, I just... I love the character of Ahsoka so much. And the journey that she goes through as she, you know, gets older and matures and becomes, you know, herself, really. So, yes, that is... When would you say she became a favorite for you? Like, was there a specific episode or moment? Or was there yeah. a time when it shifted from, okay, you're the little kid following Anakin around to, mm-hmm. you know, must protect at all costs, kind of, you know? During the movie, when she started sassing back at Anakin. <laughs> oh, that was quick then. Oh, yeah. Very quick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who is this precious baby? I need I need to know more about her and I need to be her friend. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty immediate. Like, I love this character already. Mm-hmm. She has earned the name Snips. And she has earned a place in my heart. See, for me, I feel like it was probably later. Um, I can't think offhand of any specific episodes or anything. But it, mm-hmm. I feel like it had to be somewhere in season two. Yeah. Where she was a little bit more characterized outside of just being the plucky sidekick kind of style. Yeah, I mean, they did use that as a plot point for a long time. Yes. She is child. She is Anakin's child. Mm -hmm. And I think it's from various moments. Like, I do remember one episode I really enjoyed was when she and, um, it's, I think it's Cloak of Darkness, where she and, uh, Luminara are teamed up. Yeah. Uh, and I knew that, I think that was season one, but, um, I remember that being... An episode I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the episode with her and Barris on Geonosis in season two. Absolutely. Um, that was a great episode. So there, like, I remember specific moments where I just particularly enjoyed her character. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think when she became her own character and became less of Anakin's sidekick yeah. is when she really started to get realized and started to be her own thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, throughout the series, you can really see little bits and pieces of Anakin bleeding into Ahsoka. Because they spend so much time together. I mean, that's bound to happen. Uh, but you also see, you know, her diplomatic sense of... Uh, diplomacy. <laughs> um, <laughs> diplomatic diplomacy. Uh, which obviously probably came from spending time with Padme. You get Maybe a her... Maybe one, yeah. Yeah, yeah too, that too. You get her, you know, her just selfless kindness, which... It's just become such a part of her character that I love so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's times when she feels like an Anakin mini-me, but then, you know, there's times when she really is a balance and a counterweight to Anakin as well. And I think think it's the medley of characters that go into her that do also make her great. Because she is her own character, but she's obviously influenced by them. Because she is young. She's formed by these kinds of people and these relationships. Yeah. Um, so, what are some highlights for her character and story for you? So, over, over her journey, what are some times where she stood out, or, or maybe it was just your favorite Ahsoka time, um, or anything like that, anything stand out? I really enjoy, uh, the episodes where she's with the younglings. Uh, I really enjoy the gathering arc. Um, because you get to see Ahsoka being a teacher, and you really get struck with the idea of, hey, she's a kid, teaching kids. Yeah, um, she's a teen. She's a teen. Teaching, she, <laughs> she's still young. She's a baby teaching babies. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, you really forget sometimes when you see these characters in the Clone Wars, like Padawans and younglings, like these are, 
these are children mm -hmm. being forced to, not forced, but being put into dangerous scenarios, into battle scenarios. Ex yeah, expected to to fill these roles. Yeah. Um, I like any interaction between her and the clones, mm -hmm. obviously, mm -hmm. um, and how much the clones respect her. Mm -hmm. I, I will always appreciate that. Well, I mean, it's not hard to respect people when you've got a good relationship with them. I think that yes. transcends age or anything like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed the episodes where Ahsoka gets to kind of shine in her own way, like yeah. The Gathering, um, and like the time when she is on the Hunter's planet, or the Hunter's moon, whatever it is, uh, when she's kidnapped by the Trandoshans. Yeah. Uh, when and, she... Yeah. Uh, goes undercover for the Zygerians. Um, yeah. Uh, not for them, but in that in that arc, those moments where she where she takes on more than she should, but she oh, yeah. handles herself so well, um, and you you find yourself looking up to uh, a character that is younger than most. I mean, definitely oh, yeah. younger than us. Absolutely. I mean, I, that's something that stands out as well is like her sense of maintaining hope. Yeah. Yeah, she is incredible when she's put in, you know, situations like the Hunter Moon, uh, mm -hmm. where she never gives up. Mm -hmm. And that is incredibly admirable. Yeah. Well, it's a very interest. it's very interesting that she shares a lot of characteristics with Anakin, but from a more positive perspective. Like, yeah. you know, for Anakin, that's determination, but I, yeah. it, I don't think it would have looked the same. But for... Ahsoka, it looks like inspiring others and and yeah. leading a charge against the the uh, circumstances. Oh yeah, they're both incredibly stubborn, but right, it plays out way. differently. Yeah, right. Um, the difference between stubbornness and determination is just the focus of the mind, really. So you are filled with determination. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely when when she gets to be in the center stage. Yeah. It it pays she off. Shines. Um and it goes to show show how great of a character that she is that she can compete with char long time characters like Obi Wan, Padme and Anakin yeah. for the limelight. Like you know, at, for all intents and purposes, I mean now she's a ten year old character, but when this was tr playing out, she was beating out other long time characters and favorites. Um, which is great. And I always enjoy hearing people that have come around after some of the greater episodes that she's been in of being like, Oh well, this changed my mind. This made me enjoy her character and so forth and so on. It's really cool to hear yeah. uh, how people grow up in, in their opinions a little bit. You know, cause, and, and, and like I said, I had my misgivings as well, but there was moments where she won me over, and, mm -hmm. and now she's in a place where I couldn't imagine Star Wars without the character of Ahsoka. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a year ago when you fell in love with the character, um, was this how you thought her Clone Wars story would end? Well, you had told me about it before. Did I? Yes. Like, specifics? Yes. Oh. There was a time where, uh, I think it was when we were dating, where I asked you questions about Star Wars and you just told me. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't make me watch stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, you told me about the Clone Wars. You told me several things that happened in the Clone Wars. Thankfully, most of it I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But I, I do remember you telling me that, you know, oh, she leaves the Jedi Order. Mm. So I knew what was coming, like I said, but I was still taken aback by it. Mm -hmm. I was still taken aback how familiar it felt, if that makes sense. Sure. So, but, but, I mean, you just knew she left the Jedi Order and none yeah. of the other stuff, though. Yeah, I was kind of expecting her to come back in season six. Mm-hmm. Uh, that did not happen. Yeah, and, I mean, she would have had episodes later in, uh, the original plans. Mm -hmm. Um, very different than, obviously, her being a Jedi and going on Jedi adventures and all this other stuff. Um, but, yeah, I really think... Season 7, The Return, she's going to be more like the Ahsoka we know, um, rather than how she would have developed uh, 
had the show go on like it had planned. Yeah. Because um, much of it would have furthered her journey away from the Jedi, whereas, obviously, in The Return, she wields her sabers again and such, and, you know, so... But, um... So you were prepared for it, but... Yeah. You still still felt it. Yeah. Um, I... I had mixed feelings about it. Um, I wasn't a big fan of them using Barris for the twist. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciated that she didn't... That Ahsoka didn't die, at least, because forever I was thinking that was going to be how it ended, was she died on some mission. Um, I think it has more impact for Anakin that she just chooses to walk away. Yeah. But, um... I think that's incredibly important. Because I, 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 it definitely would have a different impact. Yeah. Um, otherwise. Yeah, I mean... Anakin has the attitude in, you know, episode three of everyone I love has abandoned me. Everyone Mm -hmm. I love has, you know, betrayed me in some way. Mm -hmm. And that kind of informs a little bit more why he has that ideal by this point. Right. Definitely. I mean, because it's, it's helpful to remember these are things that have developed over time. Yeah. This has not been just... It's not as sudden as it always tends to feel when you're watching episode three. Oh, yeah. Abandonment issues don't happen overnight. And, and I mean, so this just becomes another check in the box of why Anakin fell, for sure. Yeah. Not to blame it on Ahsoka, but certainly no. in his mind, he remembers these moments. Yeah. Um, and it lends itself to w- why he could lose faith in the Jedi Order so easily. Because really, yeah. it's been happening over years. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do you look forward to uh with the Clone Wars return and uh, well, let's just start there. What do you what are you looking forward to for the character of Ahsoka in the Clone Wars return? More Ahsoka. Well, you're getting that. More. <laughs> I'm I'm interested to see where she is. Mhm. What she's been doing all this time. Mhm. Like I want to know what she's been up to. Um Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. <laughs> well, and, like, and I just that's all I'm curious about. And I mean, it it thankfully seems like she's not just going to come out of nowhere and then help with the whole Mandalore thing. Yeah, it seems like we are going to get some time before that, um, which some of that does seem to take cues from the story reels from the planned season seven and eight. Um, you know, I think they were planned all the way through season nine of the Clone Wars, and parts of that involved Ahsoka in her new life. Um, so it's nice to see that some of that's going to come to light in this new season, maybe a little different than we expected, um, but that she's not just going to be like, "Oh, hey, let me help." Like, you know, for her yeah. to for her to have a reason to get involved again. Yeah, I mean, it's not in Ahsoka's nature to just let it be. Mm-hmm. It's not in her nature to see people suffering and say, oh well, mm-hmm. oopsie doodles, bye. Right. So I I think she's definitely going to be jumping into the action pretty immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, and what about Rebels? So, because we know she comes there. Now this is going to be, yeah. this is another 20 years. This is 20 years later. I know she's Ahsoka the White. I don't uh. know, and like... She rides on a wolf. Like, I don't know what's going on with Ahsoka. I don't think she ever rides the wolf. She has a wolf. She, uh, uh, eh. She's got the Loth wolf. Eh, it's, eh. I mean, I don't think, they don't belong to her or anything. She's the fulcrum? Uh, well, that, that, yes, that, that's the, that. that's the fact you have said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Three lies, one fact. Um, uh, she's got a real cool white robe, and she carries a staff. Uh, I yeah. don't know. Uh, then none of that I mean, answers my question. I don't, I know nothing about what's going on. So what are you looking forward to was my question. I am looking forward to seeing an older, more mature Ahsoka who can still kick butt. Well then, I can say that you are getting all of that. Awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> um, Rebels Ahsoka is arguably my favorite Ahsoka for sure. Really? Until, until Clone Wars Returns comes out, uh, uh, Rebels Ahsoka is my favorite Ahsoka. Answer me a question, John. 
Maybe. Why is everybody walking around with t-shirts that say Ahsoka lives? Because sometimes you just need validation <laughs> that the characters you think are alive might be alive. <laughs> Does Ahsoka do a real big fall? Does she do like a, like a, does she fall down the stairs? She go, oh, my hip. Does she get stabbed? She's not that Thrown out of mine shaft? <laughs> no. Does she get cut in half she does and not thrown pull, out of no, mine she shaft? No, does, she does not pull them all, no. Oh, She could have had cool spider legs. Could have, but she does not. So, um, I'm, I'm excited just to see you experience that because, like I said, that's some of my favorite Ahsoka content. Yeah. comes from Rebels, so uh, I think it's great, and I can't wait for, for that rewatch and to uh, experience that a little bit more, and to kind of see how you feel about some of those things, because, um, yeah, we definitely do get more maturity for the character and whatnot, and so um, I think it's going it's to have its own interesting conversations, for sure. Yes. So, in what ways do you think the Star Wars story and Star Wars fandom are better because of Ahsoka and Ashley Eckstein by extension because we would not have Ahsoka without Ashley. We wouldn't have Ahsoka. We would not have incredible clothes from her universe without Ashley. Exactly. Um, I would not have my clothes bro shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's so refreshing to have a a young, headstrong, but also, you know, not under-feminized, but also not over-feminized female character mm -hmm. in Star Wars. That sentence is full of minds, but, like, you can take it however you want, but at the same time, you know, all I'm saying is it's nice to have a real-feeling female character. Mm -hmm. Not that there aren't other real-feeling female characters, but, like, ugh, like I said, it, the sentence is full of minds. It, she's a great character, and I miss her. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not gone. I know. So, <laughs> yeah, we can we can literally start rebels like right now. Like, well, we got to finish the podcast. Finish the first. podcast, but then like yeah. right now. And also, Ashley Eckstein is such a great person. Mm -hmm. She's so peppy and fun, and just she's she was so great to meet at celebration last year. Yeah, and in the two seconds we met her, <laughs> she was fantastic. Yeah, super nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ashley Eckstein as a person is such a great impact for the Star Wars fandom and represents mm -hmm. so much about positivity and, yes. and inclusivity. Um, yes. You know, she does so much for everyone, um, but especially young girls and women to feel a part of yeah, Star definitely. Wars. Um, and by providing so many awesome um, things and opportunities uh, for young people to express their love of Star Wars, regardless of gender, to um, show off their, that Star Wars can be fashionable and all this other stuff. Absolutely. You know, and, and also she's just super positive. Yeah. She's very encouraging, and she's great, uh, a great person to follow um, on social media and whatnot. And yeah. she's always saying good things about other people and doing other great things for other people. Yeah. You know, she's just, she's a wonderful character. Yeah. And, um... And don't read into this statement too much, because, no. Uh, actually, can we get some Padme-themed maternity clothes for the future? <laughs> for the future. Yeah. For the future. Yes, we like, do need to break out into her universe maternity stuff. That would be please. great. Please. Um... Like, I need Padme's maternity clothes. Right. <laughs> um... Yeah, and, and the character of Ahsoka, she's so great, and yeah. she takes so many of the elements that are so great about other problematic characters, Yeah. Um, because I love Anakin, but at the same time, he's also a difficult character. He's also a character to be wary of in taking inspiration from at times. Yeah. Um, that said, I still see myself mostly in Anakin, because yes. I can relate to a lot of the circumstances. Yes. But... And I relate to Ahsoka. Right. One, I mean, and... I can relate in some ways to Ahsoka as well, but I, I enjoy that she's a more positive spin on a lot of the things that I see and admire in other characters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so many great stories have come from the yeah. peppy and encouraging character of Ahsoka, and also the mature and wise character of Ahsoka later on. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, Star Wars the past 10 years would not be the way it is without Ahsoka. I mean, Absolutely. if she was not a part of it, 
Star Wars would be so different. It would. It would be a lot more boring. Well, I don't want to be one of those people. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same. It would not. Her. It would not be the same. Okay. Uh, is the yes. way I'll put it. That's the way we'll. Put I wouldn't it. say it would be boring because who knows what it would be. Yeah. But it definitely wouldn't be what it is, and I love what it is. Uh, and a big yes. part of that centers around the fact that we got a character at the center of a show about the Clone Wars and a character who was non-human. That that was another successful yeah. point uh, for for the character. I enjoyed them pulling that out at the Gruta. Yeah. I mean, human adjacent, but feature. but still a step. Yeah, feature more alien Jedi. Yep. Fe- freaking cowards. Feature more female Jedi. Feature yes. more females of color. Bring back Shakti. Um, all that good stuff. I mean, you know, female characters have long held up a lot of the Star Wars. Yes. Let's just be honest about that. Uh, and Ahsoka is yeah. up there just as great and just as wonderful as characters like Leia and Padme and yeah. Mon Mothma, and so many more. Jin Erso now, too, Absolutely. Uh, is a great addition to that as well. Another female character that's very real and relatable, and I think that's what's so great about them, is as yeah. much as some people want to be the princess, others want to be the Jedi. Others want to be the one that kicks butt. Others be, want to be the one on the front lines. Yeah. And I think there's room for all of that in Star Wars, and that's why characters like Ahsoka are important. Man, we need to just do an episode about Jin Erso now. <laughs> Very true. If we could spend the entire we could uh, invite podcast... Jim on. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we could we could talk the entire podcast about the one scene where she's listening to the hologram from her dad, just right? Like because there's so many elements that make that scene absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah, Fel- Felicity Jones is one of yeah one of my favorite new actors. Oh yeah, I uh, right up there with Adam Driver in terms of like oh. I had no hope in this person mm-hmm. stepping into Star Wars, and yet they did it, and yeah. I love them now. Yeah, the um, fact that it wasn't just, like, one single tear no, down yeah. her face. It she was, was the fact that she just absolutely broke down. She was an amazing... It's amazing um, what she's able to do with acting. And, yeah, yes. You know, and I don't want to leave that moment and... She's and, also Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but keep going. <laughs> I don't want to leave that moment and disregard the amazing acting Ashley's done, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Ashley's the, in a fantastic job. The, the voice work they were able to accomplish by recording together the way they did, I think, really, <clears> really helps... Um, especially in the more mature moments and more emotional moments. Um, Ashley got to really shine in that, oh, too. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, just a, just a, an amazing character. Worth celebrating and worth talking about more, but, um, that'll do it for this show, but, uh, it's not going to be the last time we're talking about Ahsoka, no. for sure. Um, so, but in the meantime, we're going to have a word from our sponsors, a.k.a. me trying to sell you stuff from people that actually pay us to sell stuff, and then we'll be back. I'm not salty. So salty. So, uh, we got some cues. John, do you have the A's? Maybe. You were supposed to bring the A's. Oh, I brought S's instead. Ah, John. Darn. I mean, they're right next to each other on the keyboard, I get it, but at the same time. But I hear you can get two S's for one A, though, so... Two birds, one stone. All the sass. All the sass. Oh, sass. Sassafras. Um, anyway, so we like to ask you guys questions sometimes. Yes, and sometimes they're popular. Sometimes you answer them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we asked you guys, what is your favorite Ahsoka moment from the Clone Wars? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Uh, we got some answers. We did. Let me read them. Please do. <laughs> Jim Caprone said, the scene from The Jedi Who Knew Too Much, where Anakin confronts Ahsoka in the fugitive scene. She takes responsibility for her destiny and trusts her instincts by taking matters into her own hands. Heck yeah. yeah. It's a very good scene. and That's great. Uh, one of my favorites from that whole arc, because it's one of those moments where she has to decide for herself, like Jim mm-hmm. said. you know, She has to choose for herself to sort this out and not yeah. rely on Anakin. Um you know, it's it's her journey, and and this is a moment where she really accepts that. Yeah, absolutely. and it's also based off the the fugitive, so yeah. it's it's it takes double place good. In big tube. Exactly, it's double good. <laughs> yeah, uh, Connor. Sachitic. Sachitic, maybe, said that the one time she elegantly beheaded four mango enforcers. Mando, <laughs> Dagum word, not knowing the word. Uh. <laughs> Yes, though. They were mango enforcers. They were mango. Have you had mango today? You haven't, because you hate mango. I hate mango. You gag every time you taste mango. Yeah, don't don't at me, because it's it's my body. It just yeah. rejects mango. I don't have a choice in the matter. 
Yeah, I tried to slip some by you once. You no. immediately detected it and vomited. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, he used the GIF in excellent form, and it is one of the first GIFs that pop up when you search Ahsoka in the GIF search thing. Um, yes. But yes, it's one moment where she makes you just go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all, so yeah. it, it's very awesome for sure. Yeah. Um, so Mike T, Mike, T, Mike, Mike Tate said the teaser trailer for the return, especially the ending. Yes. Fantastic. Um, there's a lot in there I already know some of and am excited to see on the screen. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure other people that have read the Ahsoka book are there with me. Um, because this is something we've only heard in passing that we're now going to see. Yeah. And I think it... It's the mall fight, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so I am super duper excited. Uh, yes. Especially because this seems like a very uh, strong... Uh, Ahsoka, you know, not to say that she's not strong before this or after this, but this just seems like her doing her thing. Yeah. Uh, no holds bars a little bit. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited. Mm -hmm. Uh, what about you? What's one of your top Ahsoka moments? Well, like I said earlier, you know, the moment where she makes the decision to leave the Jedi Order, uh, Without going into too much detail, I know what it's like to be let down by something that you have put a lot of time into. Um, and so I also know how hard it can be to walk away from said thing. Mm -hmm. So it shows a ton of maturity that she would make that decision instead of making the easy decision of mm -hmm. like, eh, I'll just stay here. Mm -hmm. Everything will be fine. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It takes a lot to make those kinds of decisions. <clears throat> um, Sorry for dang, the coughing. For the Clone Wars. Because um, I have an answer, but it's <laughs> not the Clone Wars. Um, What's your answer for Rebels? I can't. Okay. I can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to pick, it would probably be... The um, one where she's on the hunting planet. I really enjoy those episodes. Yeah, it, there's a lot of great moments in that episode. Yeah, there's a lot of just her kind of being uh, the leader that we know her to be. Uh, you know, her kind of stepping into that a little bit. Um, now, the other one I think of is when um, she and Padme were kind of on their side mission together. and. Yeah. She meets Lux and Mina and all that. Um, it's a great moment of perspective for her. It is, because she, she represents such a harsh perspective that we've kind of just accept, accepted to be the good, right one. Um, so it's very interesting to, to kind of see that challenged a little bit and see her grow in ways more Jedi could if they would open their minds a little bit. So yeah. um, story-wise, that's a very good one, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, that... That was our Q&A for this week. Be on the lookout for uh, the next one so that you can get a shout-out on the show. Uh, we tried asking the question in a different format. I don't know if that's why we didn't get as many responses, but hopefully in the next one we'll get a lot more responses to read off. But in the meantime, as we've already mentioned, um, Alphabet Squad Review will be up on YouTube soon, but definitely sooner than that will be the Jedi Fallen Order uh, sort of news and update discussion. We're going to talk about all the other things from E3 that it reveals and uh, get into a little bit more about it. But um, yeah, so make sure that you're subscribed to our YouTube channel for that. We're also going to be starting to put up um, old podcast episodes on yes. YouTube. Um, we're going to start in the future putting new episodes as well, but we're going to start putting our old log up on YouTube and eventually we'll get to a point where uh, as episodes come up on um, Apple and Spotify and all that, it's also going to be on YouTube. So uh, if you find that that may be um, a little bit easier for you to check out, there's going to be another way and another option for you to listen to. But it's also just a way for us to uh, sort of spread the nerd herderness um, across the Internet even more, slowly take over. Um, it, that is our goal. Yes. <laughs> take World over the domination. Internet with Star Wars and positivity. But um, so... but. Definitely 
in addition to all that and everything we do on YouTube, there's a lot to be excited for, so make sure that you're subscribed to that so that you can get all the nerd herdiness you can. Um, and Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Make sure you check out our Patreon page. There's links for all of this stuff in the description, and we really encourage you guys to check it out because um, as far as Twitter and Facebook, that keeps you update up to date with the show, and it also gives you opportunities to chat with us and, and, and all that good stuff. But as far as Patreon goes, that helps you um, have a part in the show. It's not just about giving a dollar a month, but it's also about giving input and being uh, a support system to the show. So Patreon allows for a lot of great opportunities, and we uh, encourage you guys to check it out, especially now that we don't have the support of Amazon anymore. Uh, it'll be a huge help if um, if just a few more people would uh, consider joining at a dollar a month or maybe more. Uh, whatever you can give, though, we would certainly appreciate it. Link in, links in the description for all of that good stuff. Other than that, that be it. Tomorrow we will be back with our Clone Wars rewatch. We were late today, but we'll be on time with that tomorrow. Um, and, yeah, we're starting Season 6, so it's going to be interesting. And anybody that knows how Season 6 starts knows it's going to be a great episode. I'm going to die inside. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. So, but with that, guys, we'll leave you there and hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to Rebecca Diaz and Jim Caprone over on Patreon who are already supporting the awesome things that we do uh, and for being awesome in supporting the things that yes. we do. Uh, you guys are just great, and uh, it means a lot to us. So, uh, But I have been your herd leader, John Wayne. And I've been your herd mom, Megan. And for now, we're going to say bye-bye and, and stay scruffy. And be kind to yourself. And rewind. And, 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 yeah. And lick a stamp. Lick a, don't lick stamps. May the force Nasty. be with you. Nasty. What? You're supposed to lick stamps. No, you're not. They're sticky now. What? Oh, that they're stickers now? Yes. What? I haven't bought stamps in forever. How long has it been since you used a stamp? At least ten years. Wow. <laughs> I, 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 mama, mama raised me not to buy no stamps. <laughs> mama raised you to lick stamps, apparently. Which <laughs> that is explain a lot. That explains a lot. That explains the brain dabblage. <laughs> exactly. Oh, goodness. In May the, the episode. <laughs> in the episode. May the force be with you guys.